It's a game about beast, boobs, and bumbling around. We're talking about The Witcher 3. Welcome to Breaking Board. First of all, I just want to say Happy New Year, my friend. First week of the new year. How you Happy doing? New year. I forgot. Going so it's, 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 it, it's 2017. Oh my it god! It is 2017. What Holy did you think shit. of 2016? 2016 was a shit show. <laughs> and why is that, my friend? Ah, it was just like okay, politically a mess. It was uh, I don't know. Like my my job's all right. It's just it's all right. Um, but there were some good games. Um, and I played some good games, and one of them was the game that we're actually going to talk about today, which is The Witcher 3. Even though it came out in 2015, I think both of us played it in 2016. We waited a little bit. It was kind of part, right. of our, part of our backlog. Um, because we actually never played The Witcher 1 or 2. And I feel a little bit bad about it because uh, The Witcher 3 is actually a very good game, uh, at least in my opinion. So, what's your opinion? Look, I I think that The Witcher 3 kind of, for the most part, um, deserves kind of a lot of the glory that it got. A lot of, you know, it sold really well. Got a shitload um, of accolades, yeah. It got a shitload of accolades. Um, I think it's a bit, I, I personally thought, you know, it was, it was pretty hyped. Um, and I expected, based on the reviews, I ex- my expectations were really high, um, and I just don't feel like it met those expectations in some ways. In some ways, it did, and 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 you know went beyond my expectations. In other ways, it didn't. Right, but, that's the funny you know, thing because I remember you were playing it, and uh, I remember seeing all these like game of the year uh, nominations in like every single publication that I've seen. And I'm like, oh my god, this game has got to be great, and. I remember you got it, you bought it, and I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't purchased it yet. And I said, "Dude, how is the game?" And you're like, "You're like, this is crap." You're like, hey, like <laughs> "Did I really?" <laughs> you, you pretty much. You're like, "I don't see what all the hype is about." Like, this is like, and you like sent me, on me. You, you sent, that. you sent me a movie. It was like a little, oh, yeah, little yeah. vid. Uh, that you recorded. You're like, look at these jumping animations. This is I mean, dog come on, shit. This game, the game has like the game has shitty jumping animations. I had to oh, make a oh, video. Dog, jumping animations are terrible. Uh, <laughs> but 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 the game is so much more than that. But uh, and, and I think you came to appreciate it. Uh, I did for, it's, for, it's for, for what it is. But I just remember that I'm like, man, I'm never buying this game. Like you apparently think it's dog shit, and I'm not. And I, gonna, I think I made. I, I do I, not play I, dog shit. I mean, just because the jumping mechanics are bad doesn't mean it's dog shit. But I was pretty harsh on the game. That said, it did grow on me. I don't know if I influenced you to 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 make your purchase of when you bought the game. But look, let's let, let's talk a little bit eventually about. Eventually, you did. Eventually, yes. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the background, and you know, we'll we'll breeze through this. But uh, three part series, uh, you know, three different games that you, and yeah, you mentioned we didn't play the first two was actually a fantasy novel originally mm-hmm. um, written by a Polish author, I believe. And then uh, CD Projekt Red, which is um, probably the biggest 
you know, game developer uh, in Poland, you know, took this and wanted to make it into kind of a, a fantasy action RPG series. And they released Witcher 1. And I think, you know, I, at the time, I think it was pretty, pretty unique in, in terms of it, it was, was an open received. world RPG. It was well received, but it was never, it wasn't like a critical mass market game that people you know it wasn't no it was know, only on pc and so right. you know only kind of like the diehard you know pc heads you know really got into it you know those those uh, rpg fans so yeah like i, I never really got into it because i was obviously you know a mac person you know mac games never really kind of took off so um we never got you know the witcher one i think witcher 2 actually came out of mac but i i, I didn't play it either i i own it I just never played it. I own The Witcher 1, too, and I never played that one either. But I don't know why. I think I bought it for, like, $2 on Steam. And just <laughs> I just never got around to, like, playing it for whatever reason. So, Right. And so we didn't play the first two. The third game was released. Um, you know, I think it was, uh, it was definitely kind of one of the, in terms of kind of open world RPG, probably one of the biggest that I've ever seen. Uh, and again, like we said, you know, sold really well, a lot of critical acclaim and accolades. And so let's, let's kind of get into kind of what is really good about The Witcher 3 and what it does really well. Uh, I think from the get go, you know, right from the first kind of moments that you're playing the game, um, the world feels very alive. Uh, it feels yeah. real, even though it's this fantasy story. I kind of, you know, I know, I know you're a big Game of Thrones fan. It feels like there's like a oh, lot yeah. of rich history to each of the characters, and there's just a lot happening. And there's a and, huge and I didn't get of- that right away. And I think you start in the White Orchard, right? Which like throughout the game, like you well, never you start co- in Care 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 Morhen, right? Or Care Morhen? No, you don't start there. Yes, you do. Do you start? Yes, you. Yes, you do. You play. You play this like flashback of when Siri is young. Oh well, God, that's that's a (laughs) flashback. I'm not talking about flashbacks, dude. Come on, get out of here. I'm talking about when you actually. actually, Huh? Continue. Continue. When you actually start playing, you're 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 put into the world, you know, and says you're okay. Go, you know, go do your thing. You're Geralt, and it's like. you know, I think it took a little bit to actually like get in the mode of being Geralt and you know getting accustomed to his personality, uh, which which is quite dry. Oh, he's very dry, uh, but he's actually got a pretty good sense of humor, and it doesn't really come across for a while. But eventually, you're just like you really start to like the guy, um, and especially with the choices that you know you can kind of make, uh, and you can kind of you know uh, kind of mold your your Geralt, you know, kind of how you want. Uh, and, and so, you know, mine was always, he was always a very good guy, kind of a very, just uh, like very, you. very, very kind of sarcastic and, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly, you're, you're a good guy and you're quite sarcastic. Yeah, it's totally me. So it's like, it was a good fit, you know, I'm like, this is how I would be in this world. Um, except I wouldn't be able to fight monsters cause I, I suck. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, it it doesn't really open up for a while. You're kind of put in this little kind of um, it's a, it's a, it's it's a micro world of Witcher Three, right? Like there's certain things you can do, but it doesn't really open up, and it's not until you get into the next area. And it's been a while since I've played, and I forget what that area is called. And people will probably hate me. They're like, dude, of course you you should know what this is. Uh, do Do you remember what what it is? Like the next area of like uh, Tamaria or whatever. 
I can't remember what you, you were right as White Orchard, and I don't know why I can't remember um, mm-hmm. the second play, the, the the following area. But but you're absolutely right. It it definitely starts small, and I think that that's very intentional. I think that is intentional. I think that's to get you into the game, which is a very smart decision. And you know, actually, one thing in, in terms of kind of that, and what I one thing I like of what they do, um, open world games uh, for a, I think a long time now have suffered from um, this kind of phenomenon where there's so much that you can do that it's kind of overwhelming and you don't know where to go. And if you look at your like mini map, or if you look at your if you expand that map, your map is just full of like hundreds of icons, and you're like, well, what do uh-huh. I do now? That's and like I think, said, like. I like think, Assassin's Creed or exactly. like a Far Cry where there's just tons of shit on the map. They're like, hey, and, there's and tons the of things you don't to do. Right. And The Witcher 3, you know, there's a there's there's certainly a lot, but it doesn't feel like it's so overwhelming at the same time. And I think the part, part of that is because they, they kind of start you slow. And so, um, you know, what's interesting about kind of the, 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 the world building of the game is that, and for folks that haven't played the game, is that it's a very mature game. There's a oh, there's a lot of serious themes going on. Um, there's 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 a lot of adult themes. There's nudity. There's sex. Uh, there's there's you know suicide. There's a lot going on in this oh, game. There's a lot of themes going on, and they they delve into just about everything that you could possibly imagine. Like the depths of this game is crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, I was shocked, like how how deep this game actually goes, and in, into a lot of a lot of the themes that it does. And um, yeah, it, it's. I'm sorry, I've, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that part out, or maybe we'll leave it in. Uh, I don't know. We probably shouldn't leave it in, but so, if, you want, if you want to leave it in, fine. So, yeah, so, so I think the world is really interesting. There's, and, and I think kind of related to that is like, you know, it's an adult theme is like, you know, when it, when it comes to side quests in games, um, generally, for obvious reasons, developers, uh, you know, they, they can't spend 150% of their energy making every single side quest meaningful um, in terms but of... But yet, somehow in this game, they did. Yeah, they did, and that's that. I think is another thing that's very unique and kind of helps the <clears> world building. You know, you'll go to do uh, in a, a side quest. Um, you know, you just walk, stumble on some question mark on on the map, and all of a sudden there's a story about this character, and this character got into right. a scuffle with his wife, and then and you're just like, it's just like really deep. And I'm like, wow, I know why this game took a long time. They they spent a lot of time making sure that like ev- everything had a really interesting story behind it, so that even if you're kind of playing the same mechanics and doing the same things, it just feels different, you know. And so I, I right. really kind of applaud them for that. Right, you you start to care about what actually is going on, and and there there's so there's so much uh, rich backstory, you know, that this kind of world has, and. Um, even the smallest little quest like you come across, you know, tells kind of, it, it has the potential to tell kind of a big story. And I found that, you know, some of the stories these, these small side quests say or uh, tell are, are bigger than some of the, the, you know, main quests of other games. And so that's, yeah, that's absolutely, which is, which, which I found to be astonishing. Uh, that they were able to do that, and I'm like, I can't believe this is like just a little side quest. Like, I, I was just hoping, I was thinking, I was just going to go somewhere and open up a chest, and I, I've gone on this hour long tangent of, you know, trying to track something down or, you know, uh, 
you know, dealing with these ghosts or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I think part of, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's interesting about the game and why the world building really works, right. Is that graphically, uh, you know, you and I both play this on PlayStation 4. We don't have high-end PCs, uh, mm-hmm. but on PlayStation 4, this thing looked great. I remember, actually, this is one of the first games that I played um, on my new TV, and I was blown away um, by just how good it looked for an open-world game. Yeah, I remember I was just kind of hanging around. I was play, playing Rocket League or something. You'd be like... Sending me screenshots, screenshots which you're I like, do pretty frequently. Like, look, look how beautiful this looks, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it looks nice, man. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so 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 the, so the graphics are 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 really great. It's got the art direction is excellent, uh, and that really kind of helps, um, you know, bring bring the whole game together, yeah, bring, bring, bring some life to the world. You know, the the the, the way graphics technology is, you know, really helped them. Um, and I know, like recently, you sent me a bunch of um, a bunch of the bull shots uh, oh, from dude. before, uh, which did look amazing, incredible, dude. Incredible. However, uh, you need to stop getting on the NeoGaf forums uh, because you're don't, just going to get don't hate on Gaff, dude. Gaff is like I'm life. I'm not going to hate on it, but I'm like. <laughs> you're sending me something like that. I'm like, oh, he's trolling the forums, <laughs> trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's so good. There's a there's a whole there's threads on bull shots. Anyways, the the game, there, some of the early footage, I think it was like E3 2014, was incredible. It was on a different level than I think um, kind of what came out with the final product. And look, I think it's still beautiful. You know, I, I'm still, sure still that that was running in real time. And, and and again, yeah, like you're saying, it's it's the current the, the final product still looks fantastic. But I think it's just a, a kind of a lesson learned of kind of what you show off if you're not you know certain you're going to be able to that's going to actually be what you're able to achieve in the end that said it's still uh like it's it's still a great looking game um and and i I think also one of the really cool unique things about this game that i think you liked more than i than i did because it's not something that i spent too much time on um but you you played a lot of gwent so Dude, tell me I, about I, what I, I fucking love Gwent. <laughs> uh, I spent like I could not get enough of playing Gwent, and so I'm like, whenever there was like a Gwent like side quest or uh, you know whenever the, like I would get excited. I'm like, yes, let's go play cards. So in in actual real life, what I like, um, I don't even know if you know this that I, I love playing. Um, kind of uh the kind of collectible card games um like like uh board games like smash up i don't know if you've ever heard of that uh i never got into hearthstone or magic or anything like that but there's certain like um card games that i actually love and so are kind of the card building games uh i find them quite a bit quite enjoyable so when the why i found gwent was part of this world i'm like ooh, yeah i'm totally on board with this let's uh let's go and let's see let's see where this and so, goes and so, uh, you know we don't we don't uh, i don't want us to go to too much d- depth about kind of the mechanics but like you know yeah. for me again i i played it like i played like one of the first or second like Gwent games where like it walks you through the mechanics but like how does it exactly work, right? You basically have your own cards and so, you can collect so, so actually, cards in the game. At first I thought it was stupid because I'm like, um, 
it seems like you're just gonna like completely like blow your load in the first uh, round, but you got you then you gotta like you blow gotta, your load. You blow your load. <laughs> you know where you're like spend all your cards, okay? And so you can't do that. You, so so what it is is kind of like a game about bluffing, right? So you gotta like. Well, you got to kind of like kind of set up your cards. And the thing is, the game doesn't really get any depth until you actually like build up your deck. And so you kind of build up your deck throughout the game. And it doesn't really hit a high point until like there's there's this there's this point in the story where there's like a huge like Gwent tournament and where it's kind of like the movie uh, like the movie Maverick where they're they're on the uh, the river boat and they have the big poker tournament. But this is the big Gwent tournament at the whorehouse. Oh yeah, the game has whorehouses. How did we forget about oh, that? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and uh, Geralt can sleep with prostitutes. We, we mentioned boobs in the intro, so yeah. But 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 continue. Uh, so, so I'll keep going. Um, and so what it what it's what the game is kind of all about is kind of you know you know do you maybe come out strong and you know there, there's cards that let you like take your cards back which are, like the decoys and then there's the ones that like maybe there's spies that let you. Um, uh, get more cards out of your deck because you only have like maybe 10 cards to start and so it's kind of this like interplay like do you you know do you, do you start early do you start late you know you have to win two out of three rounds when you, when you, you say you, start early or start late you mean like start with your like, cards like that some are your, some, some of your big powerful cards, cards. sure you, sure right like do you try to win early like try to like win the first round then maybe get one of the later rounds or do you try to you know kind of bluff around the first round make try to make the other person use all their powerful cards and then you kind of annihilate them in another two rounds so nice. Yeah, there's this kind of like interplay, and so it's so they they've turned Gwent into a uh, actual game, but yeah, I think but they, found, they have found what I found in the original game. Like the original game is broken. Um, there's so many ways to like just kind of you know there's so many like OP cards, you know, overpower cards, and you know over overpower play methods. Like if you get tons of spies, you can get tons of cards and you can just kind of railroad your opponents. And I think they kind of found that out, but they're they're creating a game that's actually balanced and it's in beta right now and people are playing it and I'm super excited to play it because I think Gwent's And this it, is actually it's a standalone really cool product. It's a it's actually a multiplayer kind of card game in the vein of Hearthstone but with right. The, with the inside the Witcher world with Gwent's mechanics, I think I've heard that they're slightly different. But really cool that this kind of piece that you know somebody at, at CD Projekt Red had an idea of, hey, let's build a card a game into a game within a game. Yeah, but it's a pretty good game. And thing is, they actually did make this real. They actually printed cards and 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 gave them out of like trade shows and things like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so, but they had people playing each other, and people. There, it's kind of like a novelty because when people actually played each other, like this game's fucking broken. <laughs> it doesn't work. So it's more of a novelty than anything else. But they they did do the uh, the physical game. You can actually buy it. I think it was some with, with, or actually, I think you could get it with some special editions of the game, like like the. You know, the high-end editions, probably if you paid like $100 for your copy of Witcher 3 or whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, those do, those totally do exist. That's cool. And look, so, so again, it's testament to kind of the level of kind of depth that CG Project Red puts in their content where, yeah, you know, this, like, this little I, card I game. $5 on this game, but uh, it was well worth the, like the $60 of content that they you know actually gave you like they give you they give you more content and 60 bucks than most games give you 
Oh, I will tell you that. Yeah, and so uh, the, the other thing that I think was is really interesting about The Witcher Three, and I think another reason that uh, you know it, the game did really well, and that you know fans kind of stuck around with for the series, is that this is probably The Witcher uh, Three and CD Projekt Red. You know, they they launched probably some of the most critically acclaimed DLC as well. Uh, in terms of depth, in terms of story, in terms of in terms of longevity, replayability, uh, they released two expansion two expansion packs, um, kind of major expansions. The first uh, was Hearts of Stone, um, and that was I don't think you've played though you've played that. Um, I haven't I, played either of them, and I'm very sad about that. I, well, I really there need was to play a, there was a sale on PSN, so I think I, mean, uh, you no, I have no up. excuse. I need to I needed to do it. I think it was like uh, the sale isn't quite as good as I would like it to be, so I didn't I didn't get it. And so and so uh, you know the Hearts of Stone um, was excellent. I think it was about like kind of a, a ten hour you know story really with a lot of long. additional. Yeah, it's it's pretty long, wow. and again, I didn't complete all of the side quests and all of the additional mechanics that they added. And then I also picked, I, so I really enjoy that. It told like a really condensed but nice story with a really interesting, um, really interesting plot, which I don't want to ruin for you or for other listeners that haven't played the game yet. Uh, and then they also released Blood and Wine, um, and Blood and Wine uh, took place in kind of a so so I should. I should take a quick step back. Hearts of Stone kind of takes place for the most part um, within kind of an existing area in the game that's slightly expanded um, in, on the map. Um, okay. And Blood, and Blood and Wine is a completely brand new kind of area that's just as large uh, as any main area in the game, and it is gorgeous. You know, really? much brighter color palette. Uh, is, is almost. I think it's it's actually intended to kind of um, replicate what they believed kind of France to be at that time, okay. uh, and and so it's a just lot of it, vineyards and yes, exactly and vineyards, and it's just like it's just like the game was already a looker, it was already bright, but it just like takes it to a whole new level, um, and so really cool, really cool story. I've I you know I don't know why I got kind of sidetracked playing other games and I stopped, but I plan to get back into that, but. Uh, you know, really interesting that they spent so much time and energy on this DLC. And, you know, they, again, CD Projekt Red, they know how to do DLC, right? I mean, a lot of people thought Blood and Wine it, itself was better than a lot of other and, games. And, and I think not only that, I think before those those large expansions came out, I think they released a ton of free DLC. That's right. Uh, beforehand. And so, but I think when you or I played the game, all of that free DLC was actually included uh, so I don't even know what that was, but I think that's kind of awesome that they, you know, uh, continued to expand their game uh, yeah, yeah, over, I, over time and, and for free, uh, yeah, for you know, free. Exactly. And, and, they, and given that there was probably so much other content, they didn't even need to do that. And, and by the way, just randomly, did you, did you buy the game digitally or did you get the disc? I, I bought it digitally. I, I, I I, I think I only buy games digitally now. I hate putting, I hate swapping discs. I just hate. So, it. so I, I do too. You know that I go. You know, I think ninety percent of my library is digital. But for whatever reason, and you know, you know, actually, when I got the game, it was on sale. Oh, you got it on Amazon now, now, so I had it delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I remember, I remember that. I got yeah. some iced tea, some oatmeal, yeah, some steel cut oats, and I got, got Witcher Three. 
I remember the steel coat oats. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> and like you were very detailed about your oats. <laughs> and so what? Here, what's really cool? What I, why I mentioned this is if you if you open up the 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 box, there's actually a message from CD Projekt Red um, that says, "Hey, you know, to the player, thank you so much for for spending your hard earned money on our game. We really appreciate your support. And you know, as part of your support of purchasing this game, you know, we'll be releasing free DLC. There's already eight pieces in the store. Blah 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 blah. blah right? And so oh, that's um, pretty awesome." And, and actually, I don't know. You, you, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but you actually have to per. You, and I hate to say purchase because I don't mean it. You have to spend money. It's free, but you have to go into PSN and actually download some of it. And so you oh, might really? have done that. There's there's a couple of extra side quests. There's skins for a couple of different characters. There's new uh, finisher animations. It's really so really. So there's good deal things free. that I don't have because yes. I didn't actually go into the store and That's download. Right. Well done, my friend. Oh well, there you go. There's your reason to. There's your reason to uh, to start the game again. Which I have to start the game again because I bought a PS4 Pro and I lost all of my data. Bummer. Is- well, well, I, I I think it's I think it's worth I think it's it's worth doing it. Um, so look, now we're gonna take a little bit of a shift, Dave. We're gonna talk about well, what I think the what I didn't like about the game. And we'll yeah, see. This section is called What a Mole Didn't Like About the Game, which is mostly you. Um, <laughs> because okay, I, let, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Because I think I think everything that I'm about to talk about is real. That doesn't mean that it's a, that it's a I, bad I don't game. I disagree with all of it. But at the same time, it's like you had way more gripes in this game than I ever did. Okay, so, 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 so let's ahead. get into this. So, so, so let's talk it. about let's do first it. and foremost... Let's get into this. Let's. This is a good game, but the actual gameplay—it's not all that fun, dude. I oh God, I disagree so much. Uh, it is fun. I, I enjoyed myself. Like, so you found yourself coming back to it, right? And, and you kept I did, wanting I to did play look, more. But, but, but was think, it just because of the story that you wanted? Yes, to play? That, that's what I think. I think the story. But the, the moment, moment the gameplay you said was not not enjoyable. Yeah, like, like, okay, let's, so let's, let's get into this. First, uh, and first and foremost, I think when the game launched, um, the movement scheme kind of, you know, they, they wanted to basically create the movement for Geralt so that it felt kind of weighty, um, so that, you know, you, you couldn't just kind of turn on a dime like some kind of, you know, character action games, which yeah. I understand, but that was kind of not, it was, I think that was kind of poorly received. And because of that, they launched, um, a new control scheme. I still think, though, that the movement in that in the game still doesn't feel that great. And and, and related to that, the combat is just not very satisfying. Um, I think that there's a couple of really interesting things that they did with the combat, which is like some of the finisher animations, right? Where mm-hmm. if you're fighting a human character, and I, I did a lot of research on this, and they're a lower level was than it, you. Was it, was it only human characters that the finishers? Yes, there's no finishers. I'm almost certain there's no finishers on any of the non-human okay. You might actually be right about that. And so the finishers are awesome, right? You get to see it's kind of, you know... Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes a slow motion kind of yeah. thing. And it looks great. The, and you're saying it doesn't happen that often. It which does. You don't, which, you don't like, which is actually not true because you can actually get certain swords of certain stats where pretty much every single enemy you fight is like a finisher. I think maybe, it depends. Maybe, maybe you didn't get those swords. Maybe I didn't get those swords. I also think it depends on the level of your enemy. 
Um, and so if, you, nope. if you're very, pretty high level and you go on significantly lower nope. level and human enemies, you'll just nope. finish it pretty easily. Nope. <laughs> I will bet you on this. In fact, no, I'm, I'm sure that I'm article. sure there's, I'm sure there's a factor, but it's major. It's it's I think it's more of a factor of your weapon than the level of your enemy. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna settle this later. Um, but so the the other thing is we that in terms it of now. The, no, in terms of the combat, um, the the other thing is that you know a lot of the I think it's just more of a, this is more of a design decision of, you know, some of the attack animations have a significant amount of startup time, even kind of the light attacks. And so it just sometimes doesn't feel good. I think kind of the, the, but I think the, that brings in a little bit of a strategic thought that you have to have whenever you're doing combat that you can't just like button mash. You have to, that's not true. You know, you can, approach you a certain can, situation from a strategic game, can, perspective. Totally button mash is the problem, right? You can basically well, be like, can. Oh, there's a potion. And I can just mash square the light attack and I'm good. I don't think that's true. That is so true, dude. I'm going to send you so much stuff on this uh, after the show. But I think that probably ruins the fun of the game. And, you know, I didn't do that. And so, you know, go fuck yourself. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Whoa, those are fighting words, dude. Yeah. Uh, So, so look, I, I, I look, but you can say like, kind of to to your to your point like if you look at a game like dark souls dark souls is like kind of slower paced and strategic but it just feels a lot better i think also the reactions you know when your weapon collides with the enemy feel a lot better and i think that's also a, a place that the witcher 3 um kind of suffers but let's um, let's move on from let's move on from combat i really agree with that you know i'm not fully on board with you know the way the witcher 3 does everything you know i i i look i'm not like some kind of fanboy that i'm just gonna like defend everything that they possibly do but at the same time i think um i had a lot of fun with it and you know um and i don't think the mechanics were necessarily a fault i had a lot of i had a lot of fault with the mechanics of you know the movement like as you said like like initially they had that, you know, the weird physics thing turned on and it sounds like it feels like you're, you're a drunk person just like running into so <laughs> like, I'm like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go through, if you're trying to go through a narrow passageway, like forget about it. Like you're just going to like run into wall after wall after wall. It's like, why am, this is, this is ridiculous. So I turned that off and although it kind of like makes things look not quite as nice. Uh, it, it helps your navigation a lot. Uh, where I had a lot of problems in movement was with the uh, swimming. Uh, swimming was frustrating as fuck. Um, so you'd like dive down and like I, I drowned a couple times because like I couldn't like the swimming. Fairly, I, well, actually, I was just going to say it's fairly infrequent, but it, there, it does. There's a couple of even there's a couple of like when main when, quests where I think you need to swim, right? Well, when like when you're in Skellige or there's certain times you have to go like into a cave or something like that, right, yeah. you have to the go underwater. Nice. Uh, usually, it's not a huge deal. Like sometimes you can't see very well, but it's just like it's just kind of frustrating. Like you don't have a whole lot of control underwater and, it, and it's this thing like you have to, ha- it's, it's almost like a skill game. Like you have to, you have to figure out how to, how you're going to control underwater. And once you do, it's okay. Like I actually figured it out and it was fine, but it like took a while. And I'm like, for a while I wanted to like throw my controller against the wall. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like why the hell did they <laughs> pick this control scheme? This is stupid. Like there's so many games that have like figured out swimming. Why haven't you figured this out? 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have my, I have my frustrations, but overall I, they can be overcome. Yeah. So, so movement, combat. Um, I think the other thing that the Witcher three wasn't the first to invent. Uh, I, I don't, I'm actually trying to think of like, you know, who did this before, but there, maybe it was the original Assassin's Creed, but I'm sure some other game did this before that where, you know, you turn on your character's senses, you hit a button, the the, the yeah, screen kind of changes, the, the and you can eagle, you get eagle vision, eagle oh, vision exactly exactly right. Um, and so a lot of games since then have done that, and The Witcher Three did this as well. Where and actually, I, I remember reading uh, which, I, think which, I, read on which I think is one of the better implementations of this mechanic. Uh, oh to my be, god, dude! Uh, look, it, look, it might be one look, of the I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I'm saying it's one of the better implementations. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, fine. It's one of the better implementations. But let's so, – so here – I remember reading an article that's saying like, hey, The Witcher 3 sometimes – some of the quests play like a detective story and they're really interesting. Uh-huh. When in reality, you know, the, the witchers um, in this world, you know, they have an, an innate sense of smell and so they're – and they can see footprints that other people and that humans can't see. Right. And so you're like, oh, cool. Let me, let me go investigate. Abilities. Yeah, you have tracker abilities. You go investigate, so you hold L2. or I don't remember if it's L1 or what button it, was it is. L2. Then, yeah, which goes into screen. an annoying, uh, like, kind of, like, fisheye lens, which I turned off immediately. Well, well, you know what? That that was actually – that fisheye lens uh, was never – that was never an option until a pretty late patch. Oh, really? So you would have just been stuck with that thing. Oh, so they, they, they put in a patch to remove it. Well, they put in a patch to give you the option to toggle it on or off. And right. so they give that you happened fairly late. That happened fairly late. That was not available in the first couple. Oh, of, I'm, I'm like so, I am so months. thankful they gave that because that was really terrible. And so, yeah, I, 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 I actually, when, when that option came to turn it off, I did as well. And it was, it was, it was a lot better, but so you, you, you know, you're, you're going to detective mode essentially and you press L2 and you basically start to see these like highlighted red things, and sometimes there'll be like a, a sniff of a, of a of an enemy, or there'll be footsteps on the ground. And so mm-hmm. the thing that I didn't like, I think the first or second time, I was like, okay, this is cool, whatever. But you do this, you know, for all for like hundreds 80% of, times. of your quests, hundreds of times, where you're like, <laughs> the end, you're just like, dude, I don't even want to do this anymore. This is so boring. Like, oh, God, uh, I got to use my Witcher senses again, and I got to look for a red something or other somewhere. Like, uh, are we going through this again? We have to do this so many times. And maybe it's, like, it's something to the game, like, where there's so much content that you are able to do that hundreds of times. Uh, But at the same time, it's just, like, it gets so repetitive, you're like, oh my god, I have to sniff this thing, or I have to look at these footprints, and I have to wander for hundreds of yards uh, just so I can figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it gets to be a little much, I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. And so I think, I, I think, I think it's okay when developers want to you know, create a mechanic and then kind of reuse it throughout throughout the kind of the the the, the game for the player. Um, but I think what what folks do well um, is when they make kind of a solid fun mechanic and then they start to make kind of 
modifications through it and kind of open it up a little bit based oh, you know, I think based what you're on talking about is like a gameplay loop right like yeah where, you know you you go through the loops and the loops are fun because they're varied and where this this loop is not fun because it doesn't get really varied you're just kind of frustrated more than anything yeah it, to, to me it just felt like this kind of other thing that i had to do and again because i really enjoyed the story and the graphics and the world building, I was just trying to get to point A and to point B. So I'm like, let me just see what happens in this quest or who I'm going to meet or what am I going to find Siri um, and and that kind of stuff. And so this to me was one of the things I probably disliked about the game the most. Again, uh, there's I a would, lot of... I, I would agree with that because there'd be times I'd be looking for that next like red thing. And there's certain times like it almost like the red things kind of disappear a little bit or they're like hard to find. Right. And you're like wandering around like a 20 yard area and you can see like on your map, there's like a, like a circle that like a radius of where you need to find whatever said red thing. Right. But like I've spent like 20 minutes trying to find this like claw mark or whatever it is on a tree and I just can't find it because yeah, there, there were a couple of quests where it seemed almost a little buggy or a little unfair where you couldn't find the item that you had or the, the and you'll find it eventually, box. but it's right. just like, man, this is way more annoying than it should be. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. And so I think that this is, uh, you know, it's a lesson learned, uh, for other developers and for CD project red, but, uh, you know, outside of that, you know, as we said, I think, um, the, the story and, and, and the world building and those things for me helped, helped over, you know, overcome this, but, oh, uh, it, it, it totally overcame it. I mean, I w I was pretty satisfied overall with everything in the game. I mean, the, the, the story, you know, it, it, there were so many small stories that went on, but it all had this, you know, over overarching arc that, uh, you know, was pretty satisfying. So I, I can't like knock the game too much overall on uh, all of its you know all of its issues but at the same time it's like you know they're, they're pretty significant issues so like in a moment to moment yeah and that's what's, what's really what i found really interesting though is that you know i did see some of these flaws written about but it's interesting how well the game did and how well it was reviewed um and kind of the scores it got and, and all, all of the problems were glossed over right yeah they were i think they were kind of glossed over um to an extent right i know there's you know i'm sure plenty of publications wrote about these things but they were glossed over uh and so that you know that that uh i think that's why you know my expectations were a bit out of whack right i think the what i read for the most part but i'm just gonna say you tend to do that like you get your expectations way out of whack and then and then you play a game and you're like eh, i don't think it was all that good and I, I'm, and like, I'm, also, I'm like i'm like really critical yeah, Very super critical. super critical <laughs> ah it's insane and it's like, yeah, we, like dude, you gotta give them some credit man like they, there's so many things they did so well and you're like ah, we've been playing video games for like like I've been playing games for probably what thirty years. Like I, I just feel like after you know my expectations, you know, as I've gotten older, it takes They're more for me to really enjoy something, dude. And it's just like you know, it's I yeah. Guess, but the thing is, you, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes you have to just kind of enjoy it for what it is. You know, just kind of gloss, sometimes you do have to gloss over those things that are that are kind of issues. You know, and I found myself glossing over some of them because because everything that else was so enjoyable. 
uh, was enjoyable enough that I could look, I could look over the problems. So yeah, I look, look, I, I agree with you. Um, and even, you know, I, even, I, even if you couldn't, you could just go to the whorehouse and you could look at some boobs. Just saying. The, you, you know what? We, we could have a whole nother show about the, the nudity and the sexual nature of this game, which we didn't talk about very much. Um, uh, but maybe, maybe we will in the future, but look overall, uh, the Witcher Three is a great game. I, I would, you know, I, I would put this as a great. I think you might say it's an uh, it's it's an excellent or something. But this was a really good game, uh, and well, I'd say it's a fantastic game. And I think I think it's definitely worth playing for anybody because, you know, you can tell they put their heart and soul into this game. Um, you know, like there there was a ton of effort put in, and 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 I know from like a mechanical perspective, there's some issues and things like that. But at the same time, like from a content perspective, like they they poured their hearts out, and so I I gotta like give this thing credit, and you know, yeah, and, absolutely, and, and, I, and I have to recommend it because you know they're doing so much more than so many other companies are doing, probably with so much more uh, at their disposal, so. Yeah, definitely support this company. Um, that's... Yeah, so de- I, I agree with you there. CD Projekt Red for all of the work that they put in, and, you know. And again, I think that the the positives um, clearly outweigh the negatives. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that these guys d- deserve your money. They deserve to be supported. And I think you know, from here, they're only going to get better and better uh, okay. in terms of, and they're working on a, a, a whole new property now. Um, and so I think there's, it's going to be some exciting stuff. And from what we've project. played of the other versions of Witcher, obviously they've, they've, oh, really, they took it to a whole new level. <laughs> we've gotten so much better. So, Oh my God. If you want, <laughs> if, if you want to see play Witcher one and then play Witcher three and you will be even Witcher two to Witcher three, you'll be like, wow, Witcher three is like, they did take it to a whole nother level. So even, <laughs> even if there are issues, at least like, they they've created something that's at least like you, you know that's pretty modern, pretty fun, regardless of you know. And they, some, and it shows that they've learned there. a lot um, through through every you know from from every game that they've put out. They've then learned and improved upon, right? Because you know, Witcher Three is whereas you know I really don't want to hate on Assassin's Creed, but I just you know I got Assassin's Creed Unity on sale. It's like what the tenth Assassin's Creed game, and you know <laughs> it's not, not that not different. Probably, probably like that... probably like six or something, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, but it's not like it just doesn't feel like there's like these monumental improvements happening. And if you play no, Witcher one or Witcher two to Witcher three, you're like, whoa, this is on a whole other level. So I- I'm very excited for what CD Projekt Red is going to do next. I believe that they're working on a new product, uh, uh, sorry, new uh, a, a new product uh, and a whole different kind of story called Cyberpunk 2076 or 2077. Uh, and so I think, you know, yeah. everyone's I mean, very excited to see what they do it. next. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be and I have no idea what to expect, but at the same time, uh, based on the quality of stuff they put out, I can at least expect, you know, a rich story with a lot of, uh, nuance. And so, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, this was the part of the show where we were going to end the podcast, but we just fumbled around trying to figure out an ending. It was awkward, and it was terrible, and so we're not going to subject you to it. But thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, on behalf of Omal and myself, this has been Breaking Board.